Hello, and welcome to another episode of Depend Explaining, the podcast. Why do I say the podcast? I feel like that in itself is already explained because they're listening to us. <laughs> the TV show, the, ra- the radio show, the internet show, yeah. Well, it's coming soon. We <laughs> on the internets. Yeah. Um, I'm Jen. And I'm Veronica. <laughs> Just kidding. You know. Just kidding. <laughs> You guys should you guys should know our voices by now, right? I'm Veronica and I am Jen and I'm about to yell at my children cuz they're being so noisy back in the background. I can hear them in the headphones. That's that is their job, Jen, is to be noi- noisy and um just time-consuming creatures that will destroy us from within. Yeah. They do. They destroy my soul inside and out. Yes. But we love those little suckers, don't we? We do. Yes. Can't help it. Before we get started, let's tell our listeners where they can reach us if they wish to email us or um, just communicate with us for their dependent listening needs. (laughs) So... You guys can email us at dependesplaining at gmail.com or leave us a comment on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And also, don't forget to check us out on Milso Master. Um, make sure you guys use your listening platforms to subscribe and or rate us, which really does help. Please leave us five stars. I beg you. I beg you on bended knee. Please leave us five stars. Just, you don't have to leave a comment. You just, a little five star, move on with your life. Everyone, everyone wins. Everyone, everyone wins. wins in this it's situation. It's a win, win. Win, win, win. Yes. Winning everywhere. Mm-hmm. Winning. Winning. And everybody likes to win. So don't be yeah. just participation trophy. Be a winner. That's five star right. rating. Five star rating. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, well, Jen, it's been a crazy two weeks. Yeah. It's, we got packed out. Uh, my house is empty for the most, most part. I'm finding it very simple living. It's not so bad. The only thing I'm complaining about every single day, every chance I get, I complain about that loner furniture and that bed. The mm-hmm. bed is awful. Mm-hmm. It, it announces every movement. Every movement. Even if I if we take a deep breath, like all the springs are like boing 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 boing. Um, yeah. But other than that, it, it hasn't it hasn't been bad. My kids are sharing a room, which at night I can hear them in there giggling and talking, and they're like <laughs> like just um there's they just go to bed really really late because of it. But I'm like you know what, we don't have school. I mean we have school at home, so they don't have to attend school right now. It's it's fine. It's been fine. It's a more relaxed kind of feeling where you can just Absolutely. kind of go at your own pace now, which is good since you guys, you know, you're getting ready to move. So it's kind of nice that you can just do things at your own time, your own convenience. Yeah. I yeah. don't have as much laundry to do, which is really nice. That right there deserves a lot of praise. Thank the Lord above. Yes. I don't have <laughs> mountains of laundry because there's not as much selection. Mm-hmm. For the kids to pick and be like, you wore that yesterday and the day before. Guess what? You're going to wear it again today. I don't yeah. care if you stink. 
It's like We're the whole wear house it out. stinks right now. The whole yeah. house stinks because of that loner furniture. It just smells so bad. We got this the mattress and I put a sheet over the mattress and then I put like pillow like a like mattress pads on top of it and I put another sheet on top of it and I still feel gross sleeping on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The couches look like they're right out of a doctor's office from the from the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Not even, not even cute in an ironic way. They're just fugly. Yeah. <laughs> what, like, what's with the patterns and stuff that they pick out for these loner furnitures? Because yeah, it's like what you find in like yeah, a doctor's office or a uh, uh, old like motel. Not even a nice hotel, a motel. Yeah. They're just weird. Mm-hmm. weird. These ones don't even have a pattern. They're just like a weird burnt orange. Like it's I don't know. They're they're hideous. And they're not, they're not terrible. I don't sit on it because we have. (laughs) (laughs) Veronica, they're not bad, but I don't sit on them. I'm not putting my butt on that. (laughs) No, we have our, we have the old couch that we're going to get rid of and I don't sit on it. And now my (laughs) husband, Kyle had his recliner that he would sit on and we, you know, that's what he would sit on all the time. And we had to sit on this other couch. And so now that his recliner has been packed up, all of a sudden he's migrated into the couch. And I was like, um, no, motherfucker, you sit over there. I was like, this is our couch. This this couch is for me and the kids. I was like, you sit on your ugly ass chair that I got you. (laughs) I time traveled to the 1980s for you to pick up this chair personally mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and then our our dinner table is so small like all of our knees touch <laughs> yeah that's all we got oh, yeah that's fun it's it's the chronicles of the loner furniture oh my saga gosh. never ends yeah it's been it's been fun <laughs> yeah been fun yeah yeah I know. Oh, I know how that is. Remember, yeah, my bed disaster. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those beds suck. But grateful to not sleep on the floor, I guess. Ugh. We will have one night where we're going to have to sleep on the floor because we had to give um, the Packers two dates to pick up our unaccompanied stuff. So we're like, oh, yeah. um, this day or this day, well, I guess, like two days. And so they picked the, the earliest day. And I was like, that means we're going to be in the house without any furniture. Like, we're not going to have a washer and dryer or a couch, <laughs> the 80s couch or a bed. I was like, that's okay. We can sleep on the floor one one night. It's fine. The kids still have their old mattress because my daughter had... Her mattress was just really saggy, so they're from Ikea, and it's like the split mattresses that can yeah. convert into a queen-size bed. So we just kept both of those, and we bought her. Ah, you scared me. <laughs> 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 My daughter just walked in. Careful with that. She scared the crap out of me because, the, like, the door was opening, and I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs> I must have woken her up. Speaking of my daughter. There she is. (laughs) Anyways. So, yeah, we kept her mattress, both of them, and we just stacked them on top of their loner ones. They're so comfortable. (laughs) They're very cozy. Yeah. They are. So when everything gets picked up, we'll still have their little mattresses. Maybe we can share 
all four of us yeah. can sleep on the two mattresses. <laughs> It'll be like a camp out. See, Veronica, you can go camping. Uh, I'm down for this one because we'll still be inside. Yeah. yeah. In a house. You got a bathroom. You'll be fine. Yeah, I have access to my toilet <laughs> and yeah. my coffee machine or my coffee yeah. and my French press. Yeah, so... Other than that, it's been fine. I'm looking forward to this move. And it's been really cold here in the UK like the past few days. Really, like the past couple of weeks, it's been just freezing. And then last night was so windy. So windy. And I cracked the window a little bit because our bedroom gets really hot. And all the blinds were just swinging around in there. <laughs> so I had to get up and close. It was loud. I don't know what the cold is like anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. You know what, Jen? <laughs> I hope you choke on a ray of sunshine over there. <laughs> I might. You never know. I might. It might Great. happen. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, pretty soon I will be feeling the warm weather of the Pacific as well. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not It'll telling you I'm going because You need opposite. it on your skin. Yeah. Holy hell do I need it on my skin. My forehead is like blinding. I swear. <laughs> well, <laughs> I haven't worn makeup in for forever. For forever. And so I look so pale and I was like, my forehead needs color. Like I look dead. I look like a corpse. I um I remember those days in the UK, man. Oh my god. I was so white. I looked sick. I looked like death. I know, right? Yeah. We're not meant to be that color, you and I, Jen. No. It's unnatural. Stop taking me to the cold, David. <laughs> um, Jen, I I binged that show you told me about, The Younger. Yes. Oh my god, I loved it. Me too. Did you finish it? <laughs> I finished whatever it was on Hulu, so the sixth yeah. season, yeah. Yes. And Kyle got into it too. He didn't like sit oh. down. He wouldn't like sit down and like watch every episode with me, but he would like catch a few and I'd have would have to catch him up on what was happening. Yeah. I think, I think he liked it too. Oh. So, good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I I love it. I don't know what it was. I love Hillary Duff, so I was like yeah. when I first heard about this show, I was like, I have to watch it and then I never finished it. And then I saw they had six seasons on the on Hulu, so I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna start over and get yeah. through it again." And it, oh man, it's the good. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to have one more season, so I'm kind of yeah. excited. I'm excited too. I just really I'm... want her to be with Josh, not me too. With Charles. <laughs> That's his name. I kept calling him Richard yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, same thing. And no, no, yeah, and I agree because I was like, uh, yeah, the Charles is like older and really good looking, and he's hot or whatever. Yeah. He's kind yeah. of mysterious. He's like, but Josh is so fun, and he wears his heart yeah. on his sleeve. I was like, I love that, and he brings out yeah. that in her. So yes, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. I liked it. Awesome, yay! I know. I need another show to binge watch when I have time. We are saving. Home. Yeah, we are. So we're like saving some shows to binge watch while we're in quarantine. And mm-hmm. we have Cobra Kai on the list, top of our list. Oh, but shows, shows and shows. This is the podcast where we review shows and food. You know, it's the podcast of whatever comes to mind. Yeah, food, shows, movies, other podcasts. Yeah, 
Yeah. A lot of stuff. Uh, so much around. stuff. It all and comes then we around. do our own thing, too. <laughs> which, which, that is up in the air all the time. We're loose cannons. Watch out. Yes. We told you this. We don't know what's going to come out of our mouths. It's mouth splurges that just yeah. go everywhere. At this point, we're not even responsible for what comes out of our mouth. It's your fault mm-hmm. the, as a listener mm-hmm. who keeps encouraging us to say <laughs> stupid shit. And it's all your own fault because you keep listening to us. So yep. oh, <laughs> just watch out. That's if you saying. want something to change, you can let us know by emailing us or finding us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's right. No. Yeah. Will things change? Probably not. But we're here for you. We'll acknowledge it and move on. We'll let you know. We'll acknowledge it in the episode. Know that you got we got it, but then we're just not gonna change our ways. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Someone's gonna email us and be like, Stop talking about food because you guys are always making us hungry and then um I'll read it on the podcast and then I'll reply no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we talked about food in our last episode i don't think so, so. i think that's a shocker that's mm-hmm. the first time yeah weird yeah we'll have to make up for it on this one okay guys don't yeah. worry okay. we got you all right so let's get down to some true crime yeah. i don't know what that was it was kind of a saying and the it's song it's our new together. sound <laughs> it will be our new intro and and true crime. Um, yeah, what? Here, okay. I'm done, sorry. <laughs> now I'm really done. That's our new intro. Outro? Off. Yeah. Intro in in and out. In and out. You don't even know Burger. which way you're going. Are you going in or are you going out? You don't know. I mean, this is a two way street. So just <laughs> you turn at your, you know, at your own resolve. It's fine. Yeah. But remember, we're also a roundabout of roundabouts. So. You mm-hmm. can't leave. Sorry. You can't leave. There is no exit. There's no exit here, though. You're just going to go around <laughs> in circles as we talk to you about food and, and true yeah. crime and yeah. other stupid shit. And then some military related things, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. All right. Back to it. Here we go. Focus. Get ready to listen. I love it. You're going to have to do that every time now. <laughs> for every segment that we transition to, Veronica is going to do that. Uh, yeah. There okay. we go. All right. It's happening. All right. So, true crime. Are you ready? We're so ready. All right. So, I am doing the story of the disappearance of Kelly uh, Abad. Abad. Okay. Abad. A B A D. So it looks like A bad. Okay. <laughs> but I'm bad. Well, we, apo- we apologize if we don't pronounce it correctly. We don't mean yes. to. As always. Yeah. I'm just doing the best I can. So. In everything. In life in general. In life, I'm always just trying, and I just I have to apologize for if I don't do things right. But constantly, constantly apologizing for being who always. I am. Yes. One day I won't have to. But I'm not sorry at all because this is who I am. It's one of those, I'm sorry about how you feel or sorry sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay. All right. Sorry. sorry. 
Uh, see, here we go again. Sorry, guys. Here we are. We're back. Disappearance of Kelly Abad. So, Kelly Cribs, her maiden name, she grew up in Brooklyn, Georgia, with her mother, father, brother, and I think she had a sister, too, but that didn't switch out here. But I'm pretty sure she has a sister, too. Or maybe she has a sister, not a brother. Anyway, okay. she's got siblings. So... In the small town of the outskirts of Savannah, Kelly liked to work on the farm and go fishing. She also had a very outgoing personality. As always in a true crime story that never ends well. Right. While living at home, Kelly met Vincent Abad, who was stationed at a Air Force base near the hometown in Georgia. So I I couldn't find where he was. I there's it's really hard to find anything on Vincent besides just the story that was I it have moody? here. Was it moody? It could it? be moody. There's also what else is over there too? Is it Warner Robbins? 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 Is that in Georgia? I don't know. I think so. That's the problem. So, I, but it. I didn't want to say one because I didn't know which one it was. It just okay. said somewhere near her hometown. But anyway, so she meets Vince, and as we know, he's a uh, U.S. Air Force airman. They got married in 2006, and then after their wedding, they moved again. Don't know which base. I couldn't find where they moved. They moved across the country. They had two children named Kyrie and Vincent. Okay. In 2008... Vince was relocated to Kadena Air Force Base um. in Okinawa, Japan. Oh. So the Abad family packed their bags and they made the international move. First one, they've been only PCSing stateside before, so. Okay, that's a this was big their first move. Yeah, this was their first overseas, yes. Gotcha. Um, while over there, Kelly would talk to her family often on Skype. And that's where her mother said that she found out that on October 25th, 2011, on a Skype call, that the Abad family would be moving again to either Germany or Alaska. Oh, wow. They weren't sure yet. So okay. they had just found out that they were moving again and again overseas. How exciting. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you say what year this was? What? Um, we're at 2011 now. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So they were already at, in, um, Okinawa, at Kadena for three years. Okay. So they had just a three-year tour there. Mm. Maybe. No, four. It'll be four. Um, it depends if they did, like, a extended long, it was four, but usually it's three. On yeah. average is three. Yeah. So they had to, because it's already 2011, they had to have done the, the extended. So... On October 26th, 27-year-old Kelly picked her children, a four-year-old daughter and 22-month-old son, um, up from school and, I'm guessing, probably daycare. Um, she played with them in the yard before taking them to a 7 p.m. church service located off-base. Kelly's husband, Vince, also attended the church service that night, but arrived separately around... 8.45 p.m., Kelly and the kids arrived home, and Kelly took the children into bed. Vince would later tell Kelly's 
Um, sister, see here. I know she had she had a sister. See, so she did have there a sister. Okay, she had a sister. Um, he would tell his sister that her sister that he stayed longer at the church than his family, so he could speak with the pastor. And he arrived home at 10 p.m. Um, he then said that when he got home, Kelly was nowhere to be found, and her car was also missing from the home, which he just found strange. Like it's. Mm-hmm. That's really late at night. Like, when I was reading about yeah. that, I'm like, 7 p.m., first of all, for a church service. That is late for be taking, especially young kids. Children, yeah. Yeah. To a service at, you know, off base. I don't know how far, but still, like, that's kind of late. My kids go to bed, especially at that time. They were going to bed, like, 7.30. Even now, they go to bed at 8. So, staying up. Right. But it could be because they are in in, um, Okinawa at this point still. They probably have the service in English. So, you know, after the the locals use the, 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 I don't want to say church, but, well, church, yeah, the church for their own service. So this is the only time available to them. Maybe that's the only thing I can think of. If that service, if what um, their... um, religious beliefs if they don't offer service on base for yeah. them and it's like it's the only option true true i like where you're thinking it's that's very true where I, yeah yes yeah. that's, that's what my brain's for you never know but yeah i just yeah i thought that was i thought that was strange though too that um vince says that he didn't even get home until 10 p.m like that's that's super late that's really late because Kelly got home around 8.45 time. So right. to be home another like hour and 15 minutes, that's crazy. Mm. But she... yeah. So um, so later that night, Vince calls Kelly's mom to let her know that she was missing. He obviously could tell. I mean, she would she left like her car's not there and he doesn't, he can't get a hold of her. Um, Vince had said that him and Kelly got into an argument over the phone while she was home Mm. and he was still at the church. And that's why he stayed after to talk to the pastor. About the argument? Yeah. So it was kind of strange, like, because one article said they both went to this church service. Like, he Mm -hmm. came on his own and that he stayed after. And then... They, it said that they got into a, an argument over the phone. And so I'm like, that's just, that's weird. Okay. I don't know. With their argument, he claims that Kelly says, like, they got into an argument and they were, she was very angry. And she says, well, I'm just going to kill myself. Oh. And so that's what he says. And it's so like, well. Sounds like a serious argument for her to make those claims. Like, yeah. It's concerning. Yeah. Okay. For never having kind of issues like that before. And her family, her family always describing her as this like bubbly personality, super fun, always like happy, smiling, put a smile on everyone's face type of thing Mm -hmm. too. So for somebody like that to all of a sudden go to like, you know, zero Mm -hmm. to a hundred, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of weird. So there was an email that was shared with, uh, with Kelly's family um, it says, Kadena Air Force Base officials told them that Kelly was seen entering the base at 8.37 p.m. on October 26, the night that she disappeared. So she, they caught her on camera coming on base pretty much around the time that they said, you know, okay. they, they knew. 
After service. Yes. And okay. then they said Kelly's vehicle was then seen leaving the base about a half hour later at 9.11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Kelly's phone was turned off around that time as well, and it never turned back on. So they never could track that. Okay. Um, according to the email, Kelly's car was found at around 4.20 a.m. on October 29th near the cliffs at Cape Zanpa with mm-hmm. her keys, phone, ID, and wedding ring inside. Okay. Then the they cliff. said they also found a note inside the car that said, quote, Love my kids, love my hubby and parents. Bye. End quote. Oh, my God. Like a suicide note. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. So they're looking at that as a suicide note. But anyone from Kelly's family says, like, that doesn't sound like what my daughter would say. That doesn't sound like what my daughter would write. And why would she write something like that? Why would she write a note? Why would she just write a note like that without any explanation type of thing? Right. Hmm. Just so, saying that she loved her family and that was it. Like, no, sorry, this is happening or this is why I'm doing this. Oh, gosh. Take care of my children, at least. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is a lot of her family and friends, close friends that she knew in um, at Okinawa, in Okinawa and just friends from her hometown, they, they were like, she's such a good mom. She was so wonderful. She has these two amazing kids. She would never just up and leave her children. There's no way that she would just mm-hmm. go and leave her two children behind. There's just no way that that would happen, which is just, I, it's, it's so weird. So right. weird. So, so Janice Cribs, which is Kelly's mom, she flew to Japan on November 11th, 2011, Two weeks after Kelly vanished, um, desperate to try and find her daughter. She spent her time putting up flyers and asking neighbors and police as much as she could about Mm -hmm. Kelly's disappearance. But everything was kind of kept hush-hush for everyone. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the family really couldn't get much out of it. Even, you know, years later, you know, when people start doing their research, journalists are out there and all that, nobody would... um, comment on anything they wouldn't disclose any information they they don't want to put anything out there and i get it probably because she's a missing person still but i don't know her mom is not satisfied with the amount of work or lack of work i guess that went into this because at this point she's still considered a missing person yes yes because now nine years later there has still been no leads, no other mm-hmm. evidence or sightings of Kelly. So, like, where could she have gone? Um, like, what else could they have done? And, were, like, shouldn't, like, the family have been more involved, you know, with the police? Because it was local and it was the Air Force side of it, too. Right. But nothing. Like, the Air Force has shut down any type of communication. Like, they won't say anything and um it's just like so weird that that you can't get any more information on this so people there's a facebook page that's dedicated to her missing person 
There's, um, I mean, all kinds of things. Her mom is still constantly going um, and trying to find out more about her. If anyone was able to see stuff. Mm -hmm. All of her posters now, I don't think that the posters are still up. She actually had her face on, like, milk cartons and everything, too. Okay. But there was just... There's no answers. There was nothing. There's nothing. Um... So, Kelly and Vince's kids now live with Vince and his current wife. He remarried in 2014 after being granted a divorce from Kelly, who was still listed as a missing person. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I like, I understand you do have to kind of, like, move on with your life, but also, mm-hmm. I don't know. Your wife is still... Your wife is missing. <laughs> and now, I'm curious to know if the the footage of her leaving the base, if it was just her in the car by herself. So that's what they can't tell. They can't tell mm-hmm. if it was her leaving the car. They can't tell if she was with somebody else. Right. That That's the biggest thing is they can't see if it... That's why they're like, I don't, we don't know if it was actually her in her car leaving. Because mm-hmm. uh, her car was just ditched. You know, it said like 10 miles away from the base. And uh, yeah, that means that yeah, her children, that her children were home alone. Yeah. For at least like what? 40, 50 like, minutes. Yeah. Because until dad got home. Right. Right. Huh. Yeah. That's, and like uh, you have little kids. There's I mean, would you really leave your house in the middle of the night? Or not even middle. They're really like, late. Just, the night, yeah, with your kids sleeping and nobody else, no other grown-up home. So when the husband got home, he he says that the, the kids were there, but she wasn't. And her yes. car was gone. He says mm-hmm. they were, yeah, he saw them sleeping in their beds, um, but she was nowhere to be found. But also the weird thing is, is that she, her, like, they, they said it was her passport. Her passport was still put away. Like, she didn't take her passport with her. Maybe she had no intention to go anywhere. So, I mean, if she was suicidal and she had no intention of of doing anything and, but that's the, the note is what gets me. It's like, why just leave something so simple like that? Love my kids, love my hubby, my family. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And the, and the, that it didn't. And that she didn't, like, if she were to have, you know, it was jumped off the cliffs, that she didn't wash up wash up later is a little mysterious, too. Yeah, that they didn't find her body. You would think, like, they, her body would, yeah. you know, they would find it something, somewhere. Something, yeah. yeah, some sort of sign that she did jump. Hmm. Yeah. So, that is I mean, I don't blame her mom. Yeah, I don't blame her mom for not believing in that, you know. You never want to think that your child is has those kinds of thoughts in your head. You know, you know, you don't Right. You never want to believe that too. And so I don't blame her. Her mom is still searching. She's still trying to this day. She still keeps yeah. going. Okay. Oh um... Yeah. So a little information just in case anyone in Okinawa, I'm sure you probably have heard this story, but you never know. Um, Kelly Cribs Abad is described as being 5 foot 11 inches tall and weighing 116 pounds at the time of her disappearance. She had blonde hair and green eyes. And if you have any information related to Kelly's disappearance, 
to contact the Air Force Office of Special Investigations by texting texting the word AFOSI plus your tip information to 2274637 or crimes. <laughs> okay. Which I'll oh. put that in the notes too so people can if have you ready, have any ready, information. Ready. Yeah. Mm, okay. Oh man, yep. that's um so, that's so that mysterious. That is the yeah. very sad and disappointing disappearance of Kelly Abad. I yeah, I hope I it's so hard to get information on um through the military on stuff like this yeah. because it's like who do you go to it's like who's the person that i need to speak to so you're trying to climb your way through this ladder to find answers and, and it's just it branches out in so many directions it's hard to find the right person or uh, persons to provide you with information so everything gets jumbled yeah it's true hmm. wow well thanks jen for telling us that story uh yeah there's like so many questions and everything unanswered this poor girl who knows what her struggle was too you know everyone it's true go, only yep. sees her from the outside and we're saying that she was so such a great mom and bubbly but it's like what was she really hiding you know what what kind of relationship did she have with her husband that mm-hmm. drove her to this i don't want to say drove her to that because it's it, it was an internal battle perhaps and this yeah. was just something that made her make this decision. If that's what happened, if if she yeah. was, if she did commit suicide. Yeah. Yikes. I know. There's so many theories, too. People just, you know, people all have their theories of what could, what could have possibly happened. Somebody said maybe she got abducted and... You know, everyone comes up with different things of like, oh, the, the church, the church was cult-like and stuff. And oh. It's just like... You know, everyone gets, you start mm-hmm. getting all those crazy theories coming out of yeah. the woodwork when it, especially with how long this has been too. It's been almost, it'll be, te- it'll be 10 years, a whole decade yeah. in October. And it's just so sad. It's so hard. And it's so, it's just so hard. I know for the family, cause they don't have any closure again. It's like no closure with a cold case you know you don't know you hold out hope that maybe your child is still alive and yeah they're going to be okay and maybe just you know maybe they're just they're just somewhere you just don't know but they're they could still be alive so you always hold out hope so hoping Mm -hmm. for the best um some answers for the family family. yeah 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 oh wow okay well if you guys know anybody that might have some information or, or are familiar with the story, um, reach out to us and then we can put you in contact with the the right resources for it. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, definitely. That was great. Yes. Yeah. Get ready to listen. Um, well, speaking of PCSing to Okinawa, I wanted to talk about uh PCSing because I got an idea the other day when the movers were here now my my hope was to interview them and have like a recorder as i was going around asking them questions but the first day they were here they were kind of grumpy so i didn't want to bother them (laughs) so just kind of asked them i asked them questions and i took some notes um this is going to be for our listeners who are getting ready to pcs somewhere especially overseas but i'm going to give you some tips for 
for moving. I know we've talked about this before, but I'm really going to make it more about the moving process and the pack out process. Now I talked, I've talked about this before that you should take care of your movers, like take care of them. I have seen in so many social media posts, military related ones that, oh, it's their job. They need to just pack out and go, blah, blah, blah. But I feel differently. I feel like we should take care of them. They're taking care of your stuff. You should at least be polite, right? Right. So let's start with some funny stuff. I asked one of the movers, I said, what is the weirdest thing you have packed up? And he started laughing and he said, a red room. <gasps> no. Yeah. So this is this is just in the UK, okay? This is just in the UK. I'm sure worldwide somebody else has packed up something even weirder. But he said a red room. There was a lot of um, sex toys and Ooh. yeah, so BDSM stuff. I don't know. I'm not into that. How do yet, you I guess <laughs> how do you let somebody else pack that for you? Like, you know, it's so personal and uh it is very you want people like to wrap it and pack it for you or see that you are into all that kinky shit (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. no i mean no no shame no shame no No? shame to the people that are into that but it it is kind of personal right it is like i don't i don't yeah i mean maybe maybe because you have a whole room it's not they don't think of it as being too i don't know I don't, I don't even know what the word would be, but because like, I would just be like, you know, I don't want the I, movers to touch any personal to items touch I have, stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, underwear. I'm like, I, I'm going to put yeah. underwear in a separate bag and make sure that I pack it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and then I, and then he, he kind of got talking and then he said, that he packed up a single airman's room. Now, he didn't say if it was a dorm or if it was like off-base living, but he said the the um the young man was gay and he had homosexual porn all over the walls and he's like i'm not judging he's like but it made me really uncomfortable he's like any kind of porn all over the walls would have made me really uncomfortable i was like yeah i would have been uncomfortable too he said it was all over the walls oh my god and then in another room yeah and then in another room he had like faces cut out like (gasps) of he's like it was pictures he's like i think it was probably pictures of people he knew but it was just their faces cut out and it was all over the wall like what? like as if it were wallpaper yeah and i was like oh my god that's like serial killer oh, that's and he's so like creepy. yeah that's the vibe i got yeah he said the guy was kind of weird <laughs> and not like not like in an interesting way like kind of creepy looking like creepy his behavior was kind of creepy and that yeah he he packed his his house up and um with with the face wallpaper oh my god <laughs> it would be like excuse me sir what do you want me to do with all of your faces <laughs> yeah be like do you, do you want how do you even remove all these faces off the wall huh um and then he went on to tell me about one move he had had that same week that they packed us out like earlier in the week um it was it was a a, f- a family and the 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 wife was also active duty and I believe her husband, I'm saying husband and wife because that's what they were. Not that I'm, you know, not about gender. Anyways, <laughs> um, that the husband had already left 
And so she was there uh, with her children packing up the house. She was very rude to them. Uh, she didn't even offer them a cup of water. What? And yeah, so he said that really, you know, that really hurts them when they're, they don't, they don't even want to chat or anything. I understand that the movers don't want to sit down and chat with you either, but at least like a good morning. How are you guys doing? They are in your house. They are in your personal space. You know, you just don't be nice to them. Don't be rude to them. This lady was very rude to them. Didn't offer them a cup of water. Um, they are working. They had music playing. He said, oh, we had, I just had my phone propped up in the hallway. Music was not loud, like, but I, I could hear it through, like, the unraveling the tape and stuff. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you, like, pull the tape, it's really loud. Yeah. And he said that she kept turning off their <gasps> phone. Yeah. That he just, she just kept turning off their phone. And that her children were very rude. Uh, they, I believe one of the little girl, like, demand, a little girl was demanding to have a certain item back in her room. And he said... I'm sorry, I already packed it, and she was just had a fit over it and was being rude to the mover. So, oh, wow. I just want to point out that the movers are there to pack your stuff. They are going to pack everything that is available to them, right? Unless you tell them otherwise. And even if you tell them otherwise, sometimes they will still pack it. So, it's always smart to have things clearly labeled. labeled. Now, I... <sighs> This happened to me because I asked the guys when, when they came into my room and I was telling them I labeled everything. I was like, don't pack this. Don't pack that. Um, I put stuff in rooms. I was like, don't open this door. Everything in here doesn't need to be packed. So and then I asked them, hey, are you guys going to pack up our beds today? Because um, I have all the bedding on it. And he's like, no, we'll leave the beds for tonight and then we'll take them tomorrow. I was like, OK, please let me know so I can remove the bedding. And he's like, OK. So I kept packing and then a few hours later I go upstairs, my pillows are gone. And I said, where's my pillows? And he's like, oh, I needed something to stabilize something else in the dresser. And I was like, but I need my pillows. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, dude, I told you not to pack up my bedding. <laughs> um, so they're kind of like in a, in a mode, like they're yes. in packing mode. Yeah. But I was like, you packed up my pillows after I told you not to. But anyways, it's fine. So that's another thing to, like I said, label everything. Make sure you have your stuff in order. This is really stressful leading up to a, a pack out is you have to go through all your stuff. This stays. This doesn't stay. This gets packed up. This doesn't. This gets thrown away. This is, you know, donation or whatever. It's always a really good idea to go through that. It's it's tedious and it's a lot of hard work. But it's going to make your life easier and it's going to make the movers easier. It, it's going to make it easier on them to pack up your stuff. Yeah. And so when you get to your next destination, things will be in, in an organized fashion and everything will run a little bit smoother. Now, the mover says that he more times than he can count has shown up to a house where they are not ready. And they have piles and piles of stuff. And they're like, I still need to go through this. I still need to go through that. Don't pack this up. Um, he's like, we just want to get in and, and pack up your stuff and get out. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, a lot of times we've had to sit there waiting for people to go through their stuff. Um, oh, or like man. they're still pulling, they're still pulling clothes out of the dressers to pack up in their suitcase. So. No. And that's another thing. The clothes in your dressers will stay in your dressers. They usually don't pack it up in boxes for you. Um, I did see a few Facebook posts that were talking about stuff like that. 
and they were saying to pack up your own clothes. I totally agree with packing up your own clothes because, you know, the boxes get mildewy. It's going overseas, meaning it's going to cross an ocean unless you're going to like Alaska. And even then, I think it still gets put on a boat. It might, yeah. But it might, yeah. So it's going to get it's going to get mildewy. It's going to smell when you get to your next destination. So I always pack up my clothes and our bedding in in like uh, totes and I stick tons of dryer sheets in there. So at least it doesn't smell when they get to our next destination. Our bedding we put in vacuum seal bags and our pillows so they're nice and fresh when we unpack them. Um, but I see a lot of people that just leave their stuff in the drawers and then it gets packed like that. I'm like, that's fine, you know, but don't be surprised if that happens. Exactly. <laughs> don't be mad at your mm-hmm. movers if they didn't pack your clothes because yeah. they're not going to. The only thing they pack is the hanging ones, but even then they have the wardrobe boxes and they just take it yeah. from on the hanger and hang them in the box. In the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those boxes are huge too. Yeah. yeah, I took everything out of my closet and I put it in, in totes. And then there were some, I left, I think I left like the bigger my bigger like fluffier cardigans in in the dresser and i was like i don't care just take it (laughs) (laughs) so like i said they just want to come in the movers just want to come in pack up and and go you know yep so i asked them what is the most they have ever packed up and one of the gentlemen had been working in the packing industry for military families for 20, I think he said like 28 years. So it had been a long time. And he said that the most he's ever packed out was 22 crates. Wh- I'm sorry, what? 22 crates. This is from the UK. Okay, let me remind everybody that the houses are not very big here. No. It gets, it gets no. worse, Jen. Wait, <laughs> 22 but, crates. Like, are there at, like at least like a bajillion children running around this house? Um, I think that's what it was. I think they okay. had like four or five children and they were all homeschooled. So they had a lot of books and oh, desks and wow. stuff like that. It gets worse, Jen. Oh, gosh. It was 22 crates for the move. And then they came back for the storage. It was 15 crates for the storage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Where did they put yeah. all this stuff? That's what I want to know. Where did know. you fit all this stuff in your house? Mm-hmm. Where? A lot of it, I guess he says a lot of it was in, in the garage. Like, you open it, and there's no way of walking into the garage. And they just have so much stuff. Yeah, boxes and boxes of, of stuff. I understand that, like, when you homeschool, you gather a lot of stuff. I mean, I've been homeschooling for a little bit, and I've, like, gathered so much shit. But if someone who dedicates their time to that and has multiple children, uh, yeah, that's a lot. But 22, but still, I mean, 22 crates? Yeah. Where are you going to fit that? 22. And then on top of that, and then 15 storage crates. Yeah, that's, like, <sighs> where do you get room? So if you didn't even do storage, you'd have, what is that, 37? Yeah. That's just insane. Where do you fit all this stuff? That's what I'm trying to... I don't know. Where? Like, where? So where? when we were in when we were in Guam, like the houses in Guam don't have very much outdoor storage. There's like a room in some of them with a little bit of storage in it, which is fine for, you know, not that much stuff. Our neighbors moved in and he had been in for a few years. And I remember they had 15 crates and I was oh like, my God. holy hell, where are you going <laughs> to fit that? Yeah, 15 crates. 
they had been everywhere though they had been overseas a few times as well Ah, so i downsized as much as i could and we ended up so when we moved here we had nine crates and when we packed out the other day we had five and a half and i was so proud of myself nice and the guy was like yeah and the guy was like this box didn't fit if i have to because what they packed up six full crates i'm sorry five full crates and then they had like half a crate like a box and then they're like it doesn't fit in this box we would have to fill up another crate and it's not gonna be full all the way and it's like it's this one box he's like it just has tupperware in it and i was like we're fine we'll put it in the unaccompanied stuff and then our storage was packed up and it wasn't a full crate. And I was like, I did good. Like, <laughs> I wanted to only have five crates when we moved. So this is going to work. Five and a half. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So that's a, that's a lot of stuff. That's crazy. I just. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. Where do you get all that stuff? Like 15 crate. Holy moly. Yeah. I mean, no judgment. Um, Everyone has their own thing. Like, I'm not judging anyone. Don't. Don't, uh, don't think that I am. I'm just saying that's just, it's a lot of stuff. Where it's does a it lot go? Of stuff. I wouldn't I just even, want to know where it goes. I wouldn't, if in, in a military family and they move around so much, you would think that downsizing is the first thing that people do when they're moving or just, you know, the fact that we're moving so often would have us going through our stuff more right. often and getting rid of the stuff that we don't need, that we right. don't use, um, that serves no purpose. Because, Packing so. up, packing up is the easiest part because especially if you don't have to do it yourself, that's that's the easy part. It's the thinking of having mm-hmm. to unpack twenty two crates in your house. It's a nightmare. You get. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that brings me to my next point: packing out yourself. Now, um, when you're stateside, you could do like a diddy move and you pack yourself, and then the military will reimburse you, right? Um, when the movers come and pack you out from a stateside to stateside relocation, they they come and pack you out and it's not the same as when you're moving overseas. Now, I saw a post the other day on Facebook where I think uh, the person was kind of upset that th- certain items were not packed up in moving blankets. And uh, she asked the movers and they're like, we don't have any moving blankets because we are not going to get back. Like, you're going to move overseas. Yeah. And I think she got, I think she was getting a little upset, it sounded like, in the post. Or maybe I was reading it wrong. Um, so, for those of you that have not been overseas yet and are planning a move overseas, your stuff gets packed up in paper. In wrapping paper. Yes. Not like Christmas wrapping paper, <laughs> but like specialty wrap, wrapping paper specifically for these moves you're not going to get moving blankets i'm sorry if you want a moving blanket to protect your you know your five thousand dollar dresser go out and buy it yourself Mm -hmm. because it's not going to get packed up like that for you it's going to get packed up in paper the paper is fine they put a shit ton of paper on there so it doesn't get banged up and stuff in any move you might end up with something damaged it's just you know, it, it's gravity. It works against you. Sorry. <laughs> but I've had to un- unwrap boxes of, of beer glasses because we collect beer glasses. And each beer glass will have like 10 sheets of paper. And that's like two inches thick per glass. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. But okay? that shit's and protected. It's protected. It is cushioned in your boxes. If mm-hmm. something doesn't make it, then it wasn't meant to be. Exactly. <laughs> Be sad for a moment, then move on. Yeah. 
Um, so that's another thing is if you decide to pack your own stuff, know that the, the, um, movers are now not reliable for that box that you packed up yourself. It will be labeled as packed by owner and you'll see it on the inventory list. It'll be, it'll be like a PBO marked on there, packed by owner. Um, so we, I packed up my own clothes and they labeled it on my inventory list that said packed by owner. I was like, it's just closed. Like, it's fine. Because I put it in those Rubbermaid totes. Right. And then that was the only thing that I packed up myself. And everything else they pack up. Because then they'll be liable for it. If it's damaged on the other side. If you pack up your own items, like picture frames or, or like, you know, china or whatever. They, they will label it. And then if it's broken on the other side, they're not liable for it. No. They're not. That's, it was your own dang fault for packing it up yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't put a claim on that. No. I've heard of people packing up their entire house by themselves because they don't want the movers touching their stuff. And it's like, it's their, it's their job. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They know how to do it. And you have now just set yourself up for failure if something breaks. Exactly. So keep that in mind as well. Now, if there's something that you don't want them to touch, then pack it up yourself. That one item, you know, your red room. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want the movers touching my flogs. My wallpaper of (laughs) cut out faces. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover. And again, I ask everybody, please take care of your movers. It's just the courteous thing to do. I provide them with drinks. And I buy them lunch. I do. There's people that don't even let them use their toilets uh, in the house. What? They are there for like, they're there for like eight hours, okay? Yeah. They need to use it. Now, uh, um, on the Facebook, there was a story <laughs> on there where it was like the mover kept asking if they could use the bathroom. And it was fine, but it got stinky. It was just one bathroom in the house. It's fine. And then was racist towards the person. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, okay. Anyways, um, I did see another Facebook post this morning. Uh, Madeline said that she buy, like, she'll buy stuff wherever she's at, like use stuff, and she will find stickers, uh, the moving stickers on her, on those items. She's like, they're not from her move. They're from somebody else's move. Which is kind of funny. It's like those stickers will stay with you for the rest of your life. They, <laughs> it's they like do. You're finding them. Yeah, they're so much fun, right? They're and I everywhere. see people make like Christmas ornaments out of the stickers, and I was like, no, I don't want any memory of that. <laughs> All these damn I'm stickers. I'm gonna see it in like a couple months when I open up this like yeah. this box that I forgot I had. Look, there's gonna be stickers all over everything. Yeah, I think I had um. Uh, like my floor steamer i bought it used and it had a sticker on there and then when it got packed up it had another sticker on there and i mm-hmm. think they were still on there when it got packed up the other day so i'm gonna find three different stickers when we get to our um our next base how interesting right it's so funny yeah so just take care of your movers be courteous say hello you know take care of them and they will take care of you yes they will they, they will, will. And they re- they really appreciate it, and that's that's what the that's what uh, the mover said. He's like, we just want to be treated with courtesy. Like, we understand that you're having a stressful time, but this is our job, and we shouldn't have to be treated in in such a rude manner. 
Um, they were very nice. They were quiet. But, you know, once we got we got him talking like the second day, because the first day they were upstairs most of the day. Um, and then just try not to be in their way so much yeah. for your own safety as well, because they're moving around these huge boxes. And it's a little hard with children. My kids kept getting in the way and I was like, plop them down in a corner. I was like, stay here and don't move. <laughs> um, but they were really nice. The movers were really, really nice. We bought them like um, Korean Korean food. They wanted Korean food. They were like, okay, we'll get you that. And then the next day we bought them like sandwiches and some drinks. And they were very appreciative. And they, they thanked us. And, you know, I think they took care of our stuff really well. Everything looked very well packed. I could tell they were experienced. So, yeah, just um, it doesn't take much to be nice. Even if you're just like providing them with cups so they can drink tap water. You know, they'll appreciate that. Maybe some snacks. They they will be more than happy to take that. Yeah, and let them use your toilet. Have a designated toilet for them if you have, you know, more than one toilet. Don't yeah. be so fucking rude. Put some air fresheners <laughs> be... out or something. Jeez, if that's yeah. what bothers you now. Whatever yeah. you gotta do. Just be nice. Just be nice. Just be nice. It's like what Veronica always hard. tells you all. <laughs> Just be nice. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's, it's not... not that hard to to greet someone in the morning and... Oh, and then another thing uh, with that one lady that wasn't very nice to them uh, earlier that week. Uh, I guess he was like, he showed me the inventory list and he's like, can you read my writing? I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I can read it. I was like, it's fine. I was like, I have children and I worked for a dentist for many years, so I can read this chicken scratch easily. Yeah. And he's like, OK, he's like, because that lady was like, I, I'm not signing this. I'm not signing this. I can't read your handwriting. He's like, you're going to have to read to me everything that's on there. I was like, oh, my God, lady. Jeez. You need to get laid. <laughs> yeah, right? How long has your husband yeah. been gone? My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your red room, lady? I don't know. That's what you need. That is what you need. You need the red room. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. Jen, do you, do you have any tips for people that are PCSing? Um, no, I, I you covered it all. That's really good. It's it's true. Just be nice to your movers, especially both when they are there to pack you out and when they unpack your stuff. You know, it's goes the same way be good be nice be courteous i mean yeah just be nice yeah. <laughs> like it's, I th- it's not I like hard to think of it as no i like to think of it as their guest in your home yeah because they're in your home they're handling all your stuff yes you know why why would you be rude to them exactly i understand that they're and that's the mentality some people have it's like well the air force or i'm sorry the military is paying for them they just need to come in and do their job well that's what they're doing yeah you know, that's what they're doing, but you sh- still shouldn't be rude to them. Yeah, they are doing a job. Mm-hmm. You just have to think of it as if you were actually having to pay for them to come move. You're just lucky enough that the military will pay for your move. So still treat them like yeah. as if you're paying them as well. I mean, they deserve that. They're human beings, okay? Give them they food. Are. Provide them water them- if they need it. Like, geez, come on. I come know. On. I know. Yeah. Just be nice. For the millionth time. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. Just be nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but I did want, I just did want to really cover the whole packing to go overseas. Mm-hmm. Things are different than packing from stateside to stateside. Um, so just remember that. And um, I think you get a feel of the people that come in to pack you up. You kind of know what they're like, how experienced they are. 
Um, I had this when we packed out of Montana. The movers seems a little sketch to me, so I just kind of kept an eye out. Um, some of the stuff wasn't packed very well. Um, we did have a little bit of damage, but nothing that was broken or that we couldn't live with without or the only thing that was broken was like my my vanity mirror and I was fine I was like it's it's fine like it had a small crack in it and it, it made it back with a bigger crack <laughs> and um so I was just you know that but these guys they were very experienced you could tell all our stuff's gonna make it I'm confident in that and remember that if your stuff doesn't make it you only have like 90 days or something like that to mm-hmm. claim to claim any damages, please be thorough. And uh, yes, that's all I have to say on that's the move. Good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Thank you for the entertaining stories on it, too. That was uh, yeah, I found fun. those very interesting. Yeah, I found those very interesting. Oh, another thing. Um, every, every, every company, every moving company is different. So they will send out somebody a few days prior to your move and they will come and they'll do like an estimation of what you have and how many crates you're going to end up with. Um, and then they'll tell you, like, they'll give you a list of stuff that can and can't go and how you should prepare for that move. Um, our last move, they were like, take everything off the walls. We are not allowed to handle anything on the walls. These guys were like, just leave everything on your walls. We can handle it. I did take the stuff off the walls because it's all like command hook and like the Velcro command strips. Um, So I just wanted to make sure that I got everything down myself so it doesn't get pulled off the wall and damages the paint. So we did that. Um, uh, Your spices, depending on the movers, can get packed up. I just want everybody to know that so you don't have to throw away, you know, hundreds of dollars of spices (laughs) because... It's expensive. So that gets packed up. Um, I got, I had, I think I even had like my olive oil got packed up too. So what I do is I seal the, I op- if it's an open bottle of like olive oil, for example, or a liquid, I open it and I put a plastic piece over the opening of the bottle and then I put the cap back on and then I seal the cap on there again. So I'm hoping that it won't spill into our, into our belongings. And so they will pack that up. They will also pack up your garbage unless you tell them not to. Yes. <laughs> so cute. Yes, they yeah, will. Yeah, they just, they're in a mode, they're in packing mode, they're in come in and do that. So that, and then um, if you're overseas in certain places and you're going back stateside, the, they have the agri- uh, agricultural person come in and check to make sure that everything is clean because they don't want any contaminants going back to the states that don't belong there. Um, so, like, your grill has to be super duper clean, your barbecue grill. So, that was a pain in the ass, by the way, to clean out Kyle's grill because he doesn't clean it. I'm, and I was like, well, you haven't cleaned this in, in the last two years that you've been using it. I hate you. I hate your stupid face. And so... <laughs> <laughs> so it took a lot of a lot of elbow grease to clean that thing. It took us like three days to clean it, and then our fire pit too. I like took a, I like cleaned off all the rust and I painted it so it looked it looked brand new when they packed it up. And um, like the like children's bicycles or your own bicycles, make sure that's clean. Um, anything that touches the ground outside basically has to be really clean. Your lawnmower, if you have a lawnmower, all the fuel inside needs to be emptied out, including the oil. 
Um, just cause it's fucking flammable. You don't want your shit to catch on fire. <laughs> and the blades, everything has to be uh, squeaky clean. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. So yeah, basically anything that's outside patio furniture, it has to be cleaned down really well. And that's about all I have. I'm going to stop talking now. Thank you, Veronica, for all your Thank you. tips and tricks for PCS. I've been around the block a few times. Just a few. Around, Just a few. Around and around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my fourth overseas move, people. I know what I'm doing. Listen to me. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Listen up. Yes. Yes. Shoot. Was that your phrase? I, what was your phrase again? Listen. Uh, listen in. It's time to listen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like think that. I'm going to copy and paste that right before each, like, content section we have. It's time to listen! Yes. Bitches. Great, Jen. Great. It's really early still. <laughs> it's like 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> But my kids are awake already and they're usually still asleep. I know. But my husband's here and he's going to be working from home. And I have to go around the house and paint any nicks on the wall, any scuff marks. That's going to be fun. Super fun. Mm. Sounds great. (laughs) It's not. Jen, your face is frozen on the screen like this. David! (laughs) David! Is he calling you? Yeah. yeah well, Listen, David, don't you know we're busy? I'm in the middle of something. I'm kind of busy. He's probably calling me because he's driving. For some reason, he always likes to call when he's driving. Even oh, though he can't he hold the, the phone. Oh, he likes the sound of your voice. He just has to put, yeah, he puts it in the cup holder. And then he's, I'm like, you're going to be home in like five minutes. Stop. Like, stop Aww. it. And he's like, but wait, so there was sweet. something else. And I was like, no, I'm hanging up now. Bye. <laughs> Kyle hasn't called me since 2007. Oh, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He texted me yesterday on his way home because I was like, um, I was like, I need stuff from the commissary and I can't like I can't take the kids with me because we're on lockdown. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you you need to go on your way home from work. And he's like, OK. And he like texted me. He's like, what do you need? And I was like, taco seasoning, tomatoes. And I gave him like a list of stuff. And he's like, OK. And then he got home. And I was like, where's my tomatoes? And he's like, I forgot. I was like, that was literally the first thing on the list. (laughs) And he's like, I forgot. And I was like, where's my cilantro? And he's like, they didn't have any. It's like, you're fucking useless. What am I supposed to do with one onion, Kyle? (laughs) Good luck. Figure it out. Yeah. Sorry that you feel that way. (laughs) How am I supposed to make pico de gallo with one onion? Figure it out. I can't season this. (laughs) Figure it out. Throw some sparkle on it. I did. I didn't even use an onion. And I fed my children like that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Dude, my daughter, who when we make, like, tacos, she'll have, like, half a taco. <laughs> and that kid loves Taco Bell. She'll have, like, two Taco Bell ground beef burritos or whatever. Uh, soft tacos. And so yesterday I made him, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear her complain about everything, because that's what she does <laughs> with food. And she was like halfway through her first one. She's like, can I get another one? And I was like, finish this one, and then I'll give you another one. And she finishes it, and then she has another one. And then she's like, can I have more? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, what's happening with you? <laughs> and she's like, no, I just want the tortilla. And I was like, okay. So she just ate 
uh, a tortilla. And then my son was like, well, I want one too. And I was like, that's the last one. You guys are gonna have to split it in half. So my daughter is like tearing it in half and it's like all ripping. And he goes, my son goes, she's just, she just broke it all apart and gave me pieces of it. I was like, well, you're welcome. At least she's sharing. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So basically what I'm trying to say is men are useless. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. I love my husband. Okay. He's great. He's wonderful. They are. He's listening. They just like to cause trouble. For reals. It's okay. For reals. He, I texted him something the other day about having a COVID test for when we leave. And his response to me again was like so bookish. Like, I'm like, he was talking to one of his troops. And so I just sent him an eye rolling emoji back. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Instead of me responding to what he was saying, I just rolled my eyes at him and sent him an emoji. I was like, whatever. Please don't mansplain this to me. Come on. Yes, that's what he does. But in his Air Force voice is what I imagine him doing. And then I tell him when he gets home and he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, listen how you, I was like, listen how this text sounds to me. And he just laughs. (laughs) I was like, I'm your wife. (laughs) Don't talk to me like that. (laughs) Like that one time he was like, let me paint you a picture. And I was like, oh, God. Don't paint me any pictures. Just talk to me. <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you for all that information, Veronica, because that was awesome. And I'm sure that's probably going to help somebody here coming up soon. Who knows? I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's my advice. It's what I've seen. We've, this is our fifth PCS move, fourth overseas, like I've said. Um, so for those of you that are going overseas, this is this is how it goes. And you need to listen to me. I'm I have the answers, okay? I've done this so many times. I have the answers. Listen for you. Listen in your ear holes. In your ear holes as I yeah. tell you what to do in my nice relaxed voice. Please listen. To enjoy your great dependa life. Just stop what you're doing. Take a deep breath. Here we go. It's going to be okay. Just be nice and everything will be okay. There you go. That's all you need. Well, I enjoyed your story, Jen. So many questions still. That poor girl. We, I mean, I hope one day we find out what happened to her, what actually happened to her, and that the family gets their answers that they deserve. Yes. Yes. I hope Jen so. Jen always living... In- you're always leaving us with the mysterious I know. stories. I keep finding those ones, you know. I get yeah. on the struggle bus of like trying to find something to share and it always ends up being a mystery and I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. That's what you're drawn to. That's yeah. awesome. Cold cases. Cool. Cold cases, yeah. I don't I don't like going into the cold cases myself. I like listening to them. I don't like going into them. I like Things that have been resolved. Yes. And I like conspiracy theories. Yes, that too. Too. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, once again, I'll tell our listeners where they can reach us in case you guys have more stories, more additions to my PCS. If you guys have any, any like tips and tricks as well. Oh my gosh. Send them to me and we, or I'm sorry, to us. And then we'll put them out on the podcast for the, our listeners. Um, once again, you can reach us at dependusplaining at gmail.com. 
leave us a comment on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And don't forget to check us out on Milso Muster, the app. That for $4.99, you get tons of military-related content for your pleasure. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you rate us, rate and subscribe. Go on, go on uh, Apple Podcast right now and give us five stars, five shining stars to help your fellow dependas out. We're just trying to put out more content for you, and we are going to be skipping a week um just while i get settled at my next location sorry for the inconvenience but we love you guys yeah. thank you for your support thank you to all our listeners yeah great is that it jen do you have any closing remarks no that's it you know just my mouth's been running a mile a minute that's it that's all i got i'm just here i'm living it living my life best life best depend on life living your best life yay <laughs> always 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 um and so with that i send you off my friends thank you so much for listening and we are here for you thank you for being there for us and don't forget that wherever you go there, there you, you are. are yay goodbye, goodbye.